0: Listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, brand new from the subhumans from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. That's Model of Stupidity, a re recording of the same song from their album, Incorrect Thoughts, but done now in the year 2010 or probably recorded in 2009 and titled Same Thoughts, Different Day. That's the Subhumans, brand new. Yes, what happened there basically was the Subhumans recorded an album called Incorrect Thoughts in the early 1980s, basically like 1980. When they wanted to re-release that album, they found that at a company, an unnamed company in San Francisco had re-released it, and they knew that they had re-released it on vinyl, had re-released it, but would not allow them to re-release their own record on their own record label. In other words, they didn't own their own record. They could not release the recordings that released in 1980. All this is very complicated, but the bottom line is they said, hey, these are our songs. These are our anthems. We're going to re record every single song that's on the album, Incorrect Thoughts, and we're going to call it Same Thoughts, Different Day. And that was the song, Model of Stupidity from Same Thoughts, Different Day, released this year, 2010, on Alternative Tentacles Records. So if you do not have the Subhumans Incorrect Thoughts record, well, rush out and buy Model of Stupidity, that is on Same Thoughts, Different Day, by the Subhumans released in 2010 on Alternative Tentacles Records. That was a re-recording of the song. And I think it sounds almost identical to the original song, which to me is great. And I love when the word great comes in because, well, that brings me to what's on the to Human Serviette Radio Show here today. Frog Eyes! Today on the to Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with Carrie Mercer of Frog Eyes, plus an interview with the Black Eyed peas. So we heard the subhumans with model of stupidity from same thoughts, different day, released on Alternative Tentacles Records. The subhumans, the legendary Vancouver punk band, the subhumans who are still rocking. And speaking of punk, there are many punk things coming up this week, starting tomorrow. Tomorrow, at the Maritime Labour Centre, Saturday, May the 1st, Vancouver punk band Legally Blind will be playing at 8pm. That's tomorrow, at the Maritime Labour Centre, 9pm, May Day, Legally Blind is playing, Saturday, May the 1st, a May Day gig. Then, next week, the movie No Fun City will be premiered as part of DOXA at the Pacific Cinematique. This, uh, that's actually not next week, but Monday, May the 10th. And if you want more info on that movie, that's nofuncity.org. But still, it's kind of like a punk week. It's a punk week. The great movie, No Fun City. And I said I love the word great. Well, it's a great movie all about, well, No Fun City. Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada's part of Doxa. That's May the 10th, nofuncity.org, and it has the subhumans in it. Then on May the 13th, what should we have? But Bloody Butt Unbowed. Punk movie, the punk movie. Dot com. And that is a history of the punk scene in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And that's going to be at doxa as well on May the 13th. So to recap, uh, tomorrow, punk gig with Legally Blind at the Maritime Labour Centre. Then, on Monday, May 10th, the premiere of No Fun City, all about the music scene now in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and lack of venues, but also reflects back on the music scene from the 80s, 70s, 60s. You got the whole thing, NoFunCity.org. That's Monday, May 10th, as part of DOCSA. And in May 13th, bloody but dot ThePunkMovie.com. Check out their website, too. There are many great features on that website. A great timeline of Vancouver Punk. If you don't understand what I'm saying, and you probably don't understand what I'm saying, you can go to thepunkmovie.com and they have a great timeline of Vancouver Punk and it probably mentions the Subhumans recorded Incorrect Thoughts in 1980s. Plus, it has a bunch of video clips as well that aren't in the movie that you can check out. And that's May 13th. That's going to be at the Granville 7 Theatre. Probably already sold out, but check out thepunkmovie.com And then, on On May the 19th, a couple weeks away, 1979 again, Doreen Gray Archives presents an actual gig that was captured by Doreen Gray from 1979 featuring the K-Tales, Dead Kennedys, and I, Brain Eater. That's May the 19th, and that's going to be at the Little Mountain Gallery. So lots of punk Coming up tomorrow, Legally Blind, No Fun City movie premiere, Bloody But Unbowed movie premiere, May 19th, 1979, again, an actual gig, like an uncut gig from 1979 It was filmed by Doreen Gray. They're going to be showing that Wednesday, May the 19th at the Little Mountain Gallery at 7 p.m., Dead Kennedys in action with k and I, Brain Eater, coming an interview with the Black Eyed Peas. I'm also going to play something from a great CD that's recently come out called Buried Treasures, Winnipeg Rock Gems, 1958 to 1974. And the track I'm going to play is That Jungle Sun by The Lovin' Kind. But before that, to get you back to 1965, we have... The Barracudas, which I went with, I wish it could be, 1965 again. Then The Loving Kind from Winnipeg with That Jungle Sun from 1965. And then interviews of Black Eyed Peas. And then Carrie Mercer from Frog Eyes on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show.
1: I am Will. From? Black Eyed Peas. Peace. And who do we have in the Black Eyed Peas, Will? Taboo. Fergie. Apple the app. Will I am. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank, Thank you so you. much.
0: You are in the Black Eyed Peas, and I want to ask you, Will, right off the bat, a lot of people don't know about the Band Clan. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Yeah, they don't. But check now, it out. If you look in the back of this,
0: you you, know who is in At Band Clan? I mentioned this because I showed this record to Questlove of the Roots. You know the Roots? Mm-hmm. Of and He did not know that it was the Black Eyed Peas.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. If you do like but, uh, At Band Clan was myself, Apple, and um, Mookie, and DJ Motivate. And if you look in the back, At Band Clan, getting that light there, it says. Will. It says uh. Produce by Motivate and Will 1X for black-eyed peas. It says right there, dude. And <laughs> I guess Questlove didn't look, did he? He did not look. Sorry Quest. It was a question and he didn't he didn't find the answer to that.
2: We toured with them
1: with the roots.
2: So here we have At Band
0: Clown. Finally, it is the Black Eyed Peas. You toured with them and he didn't even talk to you about that.
2: Well, I wasn't in Ant bank Clown. No, this was
0: this is. I know, but still, I thought he might have brought. He has five copies. He has Questlove has five copies. Fourteen
1: dollars. He's a rare promo issue. This is a... Uh, I I think we were in twelfth grade. We were at eighteen years old. There.
0: What inspired you guys? Was it a guy called Regan?
1: Reagan, yeah. Reagan. Well, you know, we used to go to a lot of uh, Filipino house parties, and Reagan was the popular guy. He had a drop Honda Civic, and we were like dreaming one day we're gonna have a Honda Civic and hot Filipino girls.
2: <laughs> he was the guy that got the black Eyed peas going, Fergie. Yeah, he. I've heard of this Reagan. I've never met him he, myself. He
1: didn't get us going. He got us like. He got you started. We wanting we, we to like you know, you know, reach. You know, you could be like Reagan. You could skip to go to the front of the line, right? (laughs) You could have a drop civic and get all the Filipino chicks.
2: One day I want to meet this Reagan. What's up, Reagan? How are you? What is Reagan doing now? What is Reagan doing now? I
1: don't, uh, know. I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Reagan's doing now.
0: Black Eyed Peas, I met you once before. I don't know if you remember that at all. And here's some photographic evidence from that. Can we see this, Fergie? It's you and Will I. Am. Yeah. Oh, nice. And look what we are holding. A JJ... JJ Fad. JJ Fad. No, Sonic. Super yeah. no this was taken in 2004, this photo. Yeah. And then in 2006,
2: what happened? Came out with Fergalicious. Where you sampled...
1: JJ Fad.
0: JJ
2: Fad. So was I psychic? We didn't sample JJ Fad. We sampled Afro rican Elements of. Elements of. Cadence of Supersonic from JJ Fad. And I actually got to meet them. Which is incredible. So was I psychic in showing you You JJ Fad? That's crazy. In 2004. Because I love JJ Fad when you brought that to me then. I love saying too that
0: 2004 is old school as well. Right. Right, Yeah, it's a little.
2: And I was wondering
0: there, Fergie of the Black Eyed Peas, what does Beyonce take? Taste like. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Because you were talking lots and lots and lots
2: when you were on tour in Japan about <laughs> be- Beyonce water! Oh, this is wow, crazy! Baby. What can you tell the people- be- Get one of these! In Japan! Oh, she, she hydrated me for many nights, so thank you Beyonce. What can you tell the people about this? Let's, let's Stop for a second. What is going on here? I don't know. We were touring all over Japan and we get this Beyonce water all over the place. So. Uh, yeah.
0: She tastes fresh and, yeah. and really refreshing. Now, how far do you think you guys will take the merchandising?
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> it all depends. I know Kiss did big on merchandising, right?
0: They it big And I was thinking You know you got water From Beyonce But would there ever be And check this out Look what she has Right here Heather Locklear Has her own Toothpaste oh my god <laughs> Well wow. you've thought Of that haven't you No
1: I haven't thought Of toothpaste No I haven't no.
0: There's never been Any Locklear toothpaste No <laughs> but There's been Locklear But not Black Eyed Peas
1: No not yet.
0: <laughs> One gentleman note that is important, I think, too, the black eyed peas, is this gentleman right here, Brian Austin.
1: Green. Green, yeah. I used to record out his. We, me, me and Apple used to record in Brian Austin Green's uh, studio oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Studio bedroom when, when he would be re, uh, re- filming 90210. And one time he accused Apple from stealing his nuggets. <laughs> I was still oh, no. But his nuggets, so He didn't steal his nuggets. Was
0: his nuggets. <laughs> did those nuggets end up on a rap
2: album because he did the
1: rap album? Yeah, you know, he produced a couple of tracks not with chicken the nuggets. nuggets, not chicken nuggets. <laughs>
2: Brian Austin. Green. Green. Was he in a rap Green. group with with David Faustino when he was younger? I'm not sure, but Will, have you heard the work that he did with Will and all, Fergie? Like, how much do you know about the past? I have heard a, a lot of the stuff they played me, you know, during the years, and we'd talk about memories and they've told me stories. <laughs> of, Next up. That's how I knew about Reagan. I know all about the App Band Clan. And, and in the back here, he said there's DJ Motivator. Does it all go back to DJ Motivator? DJ Motivator. Yeah,
1: Motivator taught me how to produce. Yeah. yeah.
0: And speaking of lyrics and stuff... Naked, stripping DJ. You guys, Black Eyed Peas, have the song Rocking to the Beat, which has the lyrics, what's electro without wearing... Tight tight pants. Now, speaking of tight pants, what can you tell the importance of West Coast electro with the Egyptian lover? Yes,
1: see, so check out this guy right here. Egyptian lover was like one of the first, you know hip-hop producers from the West Coast who used to hook up with, you know, Dr. Dre back in the day, uh, Arabian Prince. Um, this is when hip-hop was, like, dance-orientated. It was, like, 130 beats per minute. He had a song, oh, he had a song, and my beat goes boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 right? He also had a song. Um Egypt. Egypt. Uh, yes, uh, he also had a song, um Um I Need a Freak. Right, right. Which we uh uh-huh. use for my yes
0: It's great that you guys appreciate the classics in the black Eyed peas
1: Definitely, we come from the classics. We we were we we come from the hip-hop background, the culture, and we appreciate the classics.
0: And I love the way how you use the classics. Like you have the song Don't funk with my heart, don't. Don't, f- don't funk. And of course, you, what can you tell the people of these guys full force?
1: Oh, oh full oh, force. Marvelous.
0: Oh. Full force appears and Don't Funk.
1: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they, uh...
2: I wonder if yeah, I take you home. The Lisa Lisa and Colt Jam song. Lisa Lisa and
1: Colt Jam and Full Force was part of Cold Jam. And
2: I love this pick of them. Look at that. That's awesome, isn't it? Other news. I was in a group, a singing group called Wild Orchid, who uh, had some songs produced by Full Force. We worked with them. More f- wow! <laughs> uh, history with Full Force. Now, you guys also have a song called Don't Lie. That takes
0: a tiny little bit. Um, I don't know if I should have a word take from Dougie. Fresh. <laughs> now, it's Just
1: a little bit when we say, uh, 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 uh um. Um stop line, st- uh, yeah. But that's that's not Dougie Fresh, that's Slick Rick. But still they were good friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Fergie has
0: a
2: story about Ducky Fresh, don't you? <laughs> Are you kidding me? All that music was, was perfect for me growing up, because that's what I would practice my dances to. Now, here's something a bit
1: harder. On this particular track right
2: here, Hands Up, you sample
1: Yuma. Yuma Sumac from Peru? Yes, check this out. So check this out. Yuma Sumac, for those that don't know Yuma Sumac, she and Minnie Riperton were the only two singers on the planet that sung in that range. Yuma Sumac sung in that range because she lived in Peru. In those mountains where the altitude is higher, so her voice was, um, was sub, you know, was influenced by her surroundings, which gave her the capability of singing higher than any singer in the world. And Yuma Sumak, I assembled that. Um, beginning from da-da, 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 she's great. Great, great artists. And great album covers, too. Great. Right, she has this one song. I think it's called... Uh, how do you say monkey in Spanish? Chongo. Ch- uh, yeah, Chango. So there's a song in here called... Uh, yeah, she's great, dude. When you guys went into the White House, did you really check out Obama's CD collection? Uh, uh, I think he has uh, MP3s.
0: I was wondering, does he also have a lot of interesting mags and stuff? Did you get to check out any of Obama's back rooms at all? For- I didn't get to, no. no. I was going through this mag the other day, winding up here with the Black Eyed Peas. Check it out. It's an ebony mag from 1990. And we have the new generation of the... Nineties Nineties And we open it up Talking about all the people That might be important And who do we have right there, bud? Oh, but oh wow Obama at 29 And he didn't even make the cover in 1990
1: That's Yeah, check great that out
0: That's to have I just thought that was really interesting Electors. So when you're going in the White House Do you see any stuff like this? Is there any stuff like this in the White House?
1: No, I didn't see that
0: I mean, what's there to do for you guys? You've met the two O's
2: now yeah, definitely. Mm. Obama, Obama.
1: Yeah,
0: Obama and Oprah. What's <laughs> what is left for the black Peas? Obama and Oprah. Um,
2: the World Cup. World Cup, we're going to be performing that, the opening ceremony, it's a huge deal for us. We keep having so many goals reached and, and new things keep appearing. I mean, now it's all I see on the cake.
0: And Will really loves reading, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Look at him. Uh, lastly here, Will, what can you tell me about this appearance you had with Blood of Abraham? This wasn't your first appearance, the Blood of Abraham.
1: Yeah, uh, Blood of Abraham. Now, check this out. <clears throat> um Ben Moore. Let us record in his bedroom as well to do our demo as the Black IPs. This is one of the first records um, that I recorded on before, because before at Band Clan, because we we never put our record out. Except for this one here You did Merry Motherfucking Christmas too Merry Motherfucking Christmas right And um, <laughs> But Ben Moore I recorded uh, we, we made a deal Yo uh, produce our, 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 our next album um, um, Idolatry And I'll let you record in our bedroom. So we did that. And now Ben Moore, he's the one that directed uh, Meet Me Halfway. He directed I Got a Feeling. He's uh, part of the Black Eyed Peas family. He's been with us since these days, since 1993. A lot of Abraham, Jewish rockers. Yeah. Jewish rappers. So, so, so on the line, uh, I got a fill in. Fill up my cup, Mazel Tov. I, I finished writing that line, and I call him on the phone. Like, yo, yo, Ben, dude, check this out, man. Fill up my cup, Mazel Tov. He was like, well, Mazel Tov doesn't mean cheers. It means congratulations. I was like, oh, I'll throw cheers in there. So, I put uh, lime. Because right? <laughs> it has to be, you know, it has to be kosher and correct. <laughs> oh, (laughs)
2: Speaking of
0: the new CD, my favorite line from Out of My (laughs) Head is sung by you, Fergie. Yeah, that's a fun song. It is, quote, how'd the
2: bridge go? Ah, I think I drank too much. (laughs) That's my favorite line. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I've never done that.
1: (laughs) Anything else you want to add to the people out there at All Black Eyed Peas? Oh, thank you guys for supporting our music. This is a great interview. This is awesome. This yeah. is like digging in the past. Yeah, check this out. But this is dope. You gotta give. I don't know if you could give me a copy of this, but I don't know. This is- and who would you give this to if I gave it to you? I would put this in my house. Are uh, you going to give it to Obama? Can me and you deliver this to Obama
0: at the White House?
2: Oh, right. Yeah.
0: Like, I don't
1: think he has this.
0: Yeah, like me and you could do an interview maybe.
2: I bet you he has it. It's pretty amazing. Ebony, the new generation
0: in the 90s, and he's not even on the cover.
2: Probably a big deal. Yeah,
1: you know, big deal. You know,
2: bet, the Huxtables? I bet you he probably has this.
1: Who's this? I don't know.
2: But... <laughs> he probably knows. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Black Eyed Peas. Keep on rocking in the free
0: world, and do-do-do-do-do. do do, 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 do. <laughs> I'm
3: going to...
0: Still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And that there was JJ Fad with Way Out. And before that, an interview with the Black Eyed Peas. Now we have a gentleman joining me on the phone right now. Hello, are you there, caller?
4: Yes, I am. Who are you? My name's Kerry. From? Victoria from uh, the band Frog Eyes from
0: Frog Eyes. Yeah,
4: sorry, that, I should have been more upfront with that.
0: Welcome to the Nerd to Human Serviette Radio Show, Thanks. Carrie
4: Mercer. That's really kind of you.
0: Right off the bat, I want to say you did a duet with Carolyn Mark from Victoria. That's how you're known, Carrie Mercer, isn't it? You did a duet with Carolyn Mark from I, Victoria. That's how you're known, isn't it, Carrie Mercer?
4: Yeah, sure. That's that's a wonderful way to be known.
0: What can you tell the people about Carolyn Mark from Victoria? And what can you tell the people about Frog Eyes? Because Carolyn Mark, she embodies Victoria, doesn't she? And now you two have hooked up for a duet.
4: <laughs> that's a lot of telling. Let's go back to the first tell. Uh, about Carolyn. I remember we were driving around once, and she was talking about how you... In Victoria, you have to lock your car because uh, people will break in, right? But if you don't, uh, if you don't lock your car, then no one will smash your window, and then there's a big debate. And she was really incensed because someone had told her that if you don't lock your car, people will open it up and take a, a big, big steaming crap in it.
0: And did that happen?
4: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) She just thought that that just even presenting that as as an option of, you know, of something to be be aware of if you're living in the city was just so base and vile and and it really stuck with her.
0: So when when I
4: hear Carolyn, this is the first thing I think, this is someone, this is a sensitive person.
0: Can you speak up a tiny bit more there if you could please? Yeah, Carrie, okay, how's that? Just so we can get that story out there even yeah. just a tiny bit <laughs> yeah. louder. And again we're speaking here to yeah. Carrie Mercer from Frog Eyes, because we wouldn't <clears throat> want the people not to hear the story about Carolyn Mark and the car and the crap. So you go from a car, crap, Carolyn Mark, to actually singing with Carolyn Mark. You did a duet with
4: Carolyn Mark. <clears throat> I did. I sorry, I'm I'm feeling a little ill, so I my cost yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, um, she had a duet record, right? Yes, she did. Yes, oh. and and well, Carolyn and I have done a lot of singing together, actually. Um, going back to, geez, probably the first record that I ever did was um, uh, with Blue Pine, which is the band before Frog Eyes. With and we all did all these records with Tolan McNeil. That's like you know Carolyn's uh, best friend forever, if you will. And uh, so she would just be upstairs, and then she she always, I think she told me a story that she would really like it on singing day, so she would get to hear my my demonic moans, totally divorced from the music, because, of course, I'd have the headphones on. So she'd always kind of book off her calendar (laughs) for those days and just hear the sound of a boar dying in a tar pit from downstairs. So then, you know, if you got some pipes like that upstairs, you would naturally say, would you please come down here and sing a little bit? And I personally love the counterpoint between... Uh, She's got such a nice voice, I could listen to it forever, you know, Uh, versus my voice, which is to be taken... Not forever, <laughs> I think, is a general consensus. Yeah,
0: but it is preserved forever on Carolyn Mark's duets album that is on Mint Records. And what's really interesting is Carolyn Mark is from Victoria. You are based out of Victoria, and there is a restaurant in Victoria called The Mint. The Mint.
4: That's right. I know. It's uh, it's it's what Sting said. Synchronicity.
0: And you shot your promo pics, and I think you might have even done some recording at JCDC Studios in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where many Mint artists have recorded. JCDC Studios, Mint Records, The Mint, The Duet with Carolyn Mark.
4: (laughs) It's all coming together, eh? Yeah, well, British Columbia is actually a small place, isn't it?
0: I think it's just awesome that it all flows into frog- Eyes, And you mentioned British Columbia, Canada, and we're speaking here to Carrie Mercer from Frog Eyes. British Columbia is a big province. Canada is a big place. United States of America is a big place. And one gentleman that came to Victoria was a Mr. Spencer Krug, and Peep, or is it Krug? It's Krug. Spencer Krug. So he moved to Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, and people might know Spencer from what, Carrie Mercer?
4: Oh, many projects, right? But I think he is, he's most known for uh, Wolf Parade.
0: And also Swan Lake, which I mentioned, I think, recorded
4: at JCDC Studio, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did some recording there, for sure. Absolutely. Now, one thing. I love that studio.
0: Yeah, you That's, liked the f- promo shots, didn't you? Because he really had a I, lot of promo shots I don't know who, there. who
4: likes doing a promo shot. That's, I wouldn't say I liked the promo shots. But,
0: well, there's quite a few of promos of you yeah. guys in JC. No, Disa that was studio. nice.
4: They weren't there. They just gave us the keys, and Dan thought it'd be all right if we opened up a um, a cabinet full of like really nice French liqueur. So that kind of kind of gave a little ambience to the photos, if you will. But uh, that was, yeah, man, I liked being there. I felt like uh, a real musician that day.
0: And that is Dan Behar from Destroyer, who is in Swan Lake with Spencer Crew. Yeah, sorry,
4: I, I should I don't mean to just be like a down, you know, all my famous friends.
0: No, that's my responsibility to bring that out. Because <laughs> okay. it's an important band, Swan Lake. Even though today in an Artboard of Human Serviette radio show, we're speaking to Carrie Mercer from Frog Eyes. I guess Frog Eyes is the center of this discussion because you have a new CD, a new LP. Is it on LP? Is it on LP? <laughs>
4: on double LP. It's on double which, yeah, LP. which I think is cool. Yeah, man. So. I, I'm still, yeah.
0: So it's important to get the word out A double LP. That's a big investment for a record label, isn't it? Did you have to be like the Clash and say, we'll take less royalties because you're making more <laughs> did, vinyl? Did they do that? I think they did for the That's Sandinista.
4: We, we haven't had the royalties talk yet, <laughs> so. Hopefully the label's not listening. They're like that's a great idea.
0: So Spencer
4: Krug yeah, moves to, to Victoria, good. British yeah. Columbia,
0: Canada. But it seems he yeah. never talks about his ska
4: roots. That's this- right. He hates. Yeah. He, yeah. All those guys too. There's a um, a really wonderful um, kind of noise improv drummer from Vancouver named Jeff Elport who also was in that ska band.
0: And that ska band was called The Two Tan Bowlers. And Spencer never mentions The Two Tan Bowlers. And I love The Two Tan Bowlers. You did, eh? Oh, that's good. I actually saw them play, and they have a great song called Status S. T-A-T-U-S, status. Has Spencer said anything about his early ska years? What's there to be ashamed of? Has he ever talked about the two-ton bowlers? And who was the other gentleman? Tell us more about the other gentleman. Oh, I, told, I, just,
4: I told you, Jeff Jeff Alport. I don't know. I mean, you the best, uh, the best way to uncover this mystery of how Spencer feels about two-ton bowlers <laughs> is probably to ask him.
0: And I don't think anybody has actually
4: asked yeah, him about so that. Yeah, so this is... This, you're you're, you're on to something here. Big scoop.
0: Yeah. Well, the reason I found out was when Wolf Parade were on the cover of Exclaim Magazine, yeah. Grace Dunn, who used to drum in the Smugglers and drums in the Transmiters from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and also is a volunteer coordinator, program director at CITR Radio. He oh, yeah. said, I recognize that guy in uh, the story. And
4: maybe from playing in Penticton. For the Smugglers this play. This where my wife, um, this, the drummer from Frog Eyes, grew up, actually. So there's, like, when I said British Columbia is a small place, this is what I meant, that, that all of these disparate communities, you can probably find some kind of thread and
0: uh, Kerry Mercer, back to Spencer one last time here. Okay. Has he mentioned anything about the ska anything about the ska? Nothing about the ska. No ska mention nothing
4: what do you when we're sitting around the campfire? yeah jeez uh, uh, he's i mean i I don't think that I don't think he's hiring people to suppress the information. I just think it's when you think of a person's musical career, it probably let's call it prehistory. Does that make sense? You know, it's just like, it's it's too far. I mean, we can't hold people, quote unquote, accountable for what they did well I just think I just think think in interviews and even it's not important but listen
0: it's not even on Wikipedia like it's not there I just think the two-ton bowlers should be recognized well you You,
4: should start a Facebook petition (laughs) (laughs) to recognize the two-ton bowlers I've been
0: playing their songs and trying to get the word out there however it does fit into the BC thing we think BC is small no BC is responsible for a lot of bands and let me put this forth please Carrie Mercer. Okay. Dante DiCarlo.
4: Dante. Caro. Dante. No Dante DiCarlo sounds pretty good, though, yeah. Uh, has kind of a nice like one to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dante is in? He's in Wolf Parade as well, yeah. In
0: Wolf Parade. Now, oh, before like Wolf, Wolf Parade, there was the unicorns, wasn't there?
4: You would know, yeah.
0: The unicorns from Campbell River, British Columbia, Canada, Dante, was in hot, hot heat. So That's the, right. yeah. the, the unicorns from Campbell River, British yeah. Columbia, Canada, featuring Nick Diamonds, they moved to Montreal, didn't they?
4: You, you're, I'm sure you're correct.
0: Now, your friends in shapes and sizes, they moved to Montreal too, didn't they? Yep and frog eyes moved to Montreal no you didn't how come you didn't move to Montreal (laughs) you know
4: it's funny when I didn't know how this interview would go and uh, we were driving my wife and I and I said you pretend you're Nardwar and interview me and that was the first question she asked and the answer is that I you know I was born in Fern and Miss and I can't imagine not living uh, where I live except I just fucking despise the you know our the BC culture the 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 kind of Jimmy Pattisonification especially Vancouver but obviously of Victoria so uh, you know part of me wants to leave so bad but uh, I feel I you know uh, I can't so is that your answer that you gave Melanie your wife. <laughs> I laughed, and I said, I can answer that question in my sleep. That's interesting
0: that she would have mentioned that, because to me, that is central to Vancouver Island and the small community of British Columbia, that you say, the small province of BC, BC creating a lot of rock mess.
4: And Uh, also Victoria, too, like uh, Steve McBean, the Black Mountain guy, he's from Victoria. Yes, uh, yeah, he you know. stayed
0: true though. He stayed true. And I think he even played with you guys. Jerk with the Bomb did a few Frog Eyes gigs, didn't he? Yeah, they? yeah. And
4: we played with Black Mountain Knots,
0: yeah. So yeah. what happens is the unicorns move. Okay,
4: that's all right. How could I have forgotten? Okay. And you are, yeah. of course,
0: Carrie Mercer from the band Frog.
4: Frog Eyes. Frog Frog Eyes eyes from Victoria,
0: British Columbia, Canada. So, Carrie Mercer from Frog Eyes, the Unicorns' Nick Diamonds moves to Montreal. He befriends a group of individuals that have a lot of members, and one of them, the members, is from Texas. And what band might this be?
4: This is, well... I, I, my guess is the Arcade Fire. The
0: Arcade Fire. Yeah, and or, so,
4: or is there an eight? Is There's no the. It's just Arcade, arcade Fire.
0: Arcade Fire. So Nick from Vancouver Island is in Montreal befriending the Arcade Fire.
4: He God, takes so the incredible.
0: Arcade Fire on tour, right? Did you know that? He took the Arcade Fire on no, tour. No, I didn't know the that. The Arcade
4: Fire opened... Have you ever seen the movie uh, Light of Day with Joan Jett?
0: Actually, I have. And I, Michael J.
4: Fox, too, yeah, yeah, in that one. Yeah, yeah, and then she... They... They have to open up for some band called The Mutants, I think, and they're all in a rubber, they play in rubber suits. And she's kind of bitter because her band took them on tour, but then, and they they were the opening band, but then the opening band got these, like, kind of latex suits, and then they became the headliner.
0: Wow, you were totally psychic, yeah. Carrie Mercer, <laughs> yeah. because also I played Light of Day by Joan Jett a few weeks ago on an oh, yeah. Edwardian Human oh, Survey yeah. at radio show, which I think is actually written by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I think he yeah. wrote that tune. It's,
4: it's a good movie, yeah. I, I think about that film a lot when I'm slipping a pork chop into my my son's uh, <laughs> jumper <laughs>
0: so the
4: anyway, unicorns Carrie Mercer yeah, from Frog Eyes take thinking.
0: the Arcade Fire on tour taking the Arcade the fire. fire get discovered by Merge Records oh and the rest is history and there's a lot of mess here however it flows back to Victoria thank you very much Nick Diamonds for taking How? the Arcade Fire he's on tour he's not
4: from Victoria though he's from Campbell River
0: well but still the Vancouver Island it, it flows, flows back it
4: back to Vancouver Island, no it flows yeah. back
0: to Victoria Because the Arcade Fire get huge. When the Arcade Fire get huge, big, important people hear about the Arcade Fire, including a band that sings the song Yellow. And we know you love that song, don't you, Carrie Mercer of Frog Eyes? Yellow. Yellow.
4: Yes, I love it.
0: Coldplay! Oh, do they? Oh, they liked Arcade Fire? They oh, don't. they loved the Arcade Fire. In fact, okay. they loved the Arcade Fire so much, they asked <clears> the <throat> Arcade Fire to open for Coldplay. Oh, my God. And so what did
4: the Arcade Fire say? So we're like an inch away from Coldplay. Did oh, they say yeah?
0: No, they said no. Oh, man. They said no. So the second choice of Coldplay was. Black Mountain. From.
4: Victoria, BC. From Victoria, you see, it comes back to Victoria. It Good, leaves, right on, awesome. It, That's it, wonderful news to hear. It yeah. leaves
0: you, Carrie Mercer, goes all the way to Victoria and comes back with Black Mountain playing. It comes with back to
4: them playing Coldplay. in front of thousands of people. So therefore, when you say, you Having know, the most wonderful nights of their lives, I'm sure.
0: So when you say Penticton, or you say Kelowna, or you say yeah. Vancouver, or you say Victoria, say BC being small, it isn't. We created all that mess that is out there and you actually recorded I think your new album with some Arcade Fireers, didn't you?
4: No. Oh, okay. Wasn't it some
0: guy that recorded with the Arcade Fire?
4: No, no. It's a guy that I think he might have done one of the first Godspeed Records.
0: Okay, but that's yeah. kind of close. because <laughs> close. The reason
4: I say that is, is because Godspeed. He lives in Victoria now, though Daryl Smith. Oh, that's oh wow. Great guy, yeah. And yeah. what's really
0: interesting, Carrie Mercer of Frog Eyes, is that Godspeed, You Black Emperor were the last <laughs> Canadian band, pretty much, to be on the cover of Enemy since. Hot Hot Heat or Hot Hot Heat were the next band after Godspeedy Black Emperor to be on the cover of Enemy from England, and oh, they're yeah? from Victoria. And then Arcade Fire became on the cover of Enemy as well, English magazine. So it does tie in. So I know you didn't really record with the Arcade Fire guy, but so Arcade <laughs> but Fire does tie into Godspeedy Black much. Emperor.
4: I was going to start saying we did.
0: Yes, yeah, so yeah. basically, Victoria caused the arcade fire to happen thank you oh very much God, thank yeah. you are to blame Carrie Mercer from yeah. the band Frog Eyes music isn't that important because at one point you had a great dream jo- job didn't you did you work at the Sally Ann
4: I did I did it was wonderful yeah I had a Gaggle of ladies around me at all times, and they'd be like, You know, get these goddamn records out of here. And I'd be like, Okay, yeah, sure, I'll get them out of here. And I'd fix stereos all day, and yeah, and priced records and books. And-
0: See, that really grabs my attention, Carrie Mercer of Frog Eyes. Yeah. Pricing records
4: at a Sally Ann. Oh, and it was at the main Sally Ann where all the drop offs happen. So you. So there was our little store was like in the front, but in the back there was a huge warehouse. And let's just say on Saturdays the boss wasn't there. So, yeah, it was just, I, I would get, like, fucking like greed fever. <laughs> I would start to hyperventilate. I'd be slobbering when the records came in, yeah. So and then you- one day all the record collectors, all these, you know, parasitic scum, they they they've gathered around me <laughs> and confronted me. They're like, yeah, it doesn't seem to be too many records on the shelves ever since you started working here, buddy. And then the other guys started, yeah, 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 that's right, yeah, yeah. And then I, I, I was like, oh, guys, I know, yeah, it's these goddamn teenagers. They come in every day after school, and they buy all the records, and they don't even have a record player. And then they, uh, it was like how Obi-Wan Kenobi and Star Wars tricks the Stormtrooper. And they were like, these goddamn, like, they just all turned around at once and threw their hands in the air, and they were like, goddamn teenagers. And then you could hear them going out the store, they don't even own a
0: record player.
4: It was really funny.
0: And you were the teenager.
4: You were the teenager. I, I was the teenager, to be honest. Yeah.
0: yeah. How much were the prices, though? Because when you priced a rare record, did you keep it? Or did you well, price let's... it kind of reflecting that it was rare? And what record did you price that was kind of pricey? Because it probably wouldn't be priced that much, would it?
4: No, no, no. A couple bucks. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about records to be an actually a really effective record pricer. And there's nothing more... Um, annoying, you know, when you go in a thrift store now and, and it's like an old beat up Elvis record is like $18 cause they read in, you know, time magazine that certain vinyl is, is worth money. But you know, if a Beatles record came in, I'd put five bucks on it and then it would sell and the ladies would just feel like, Oh my God, I can't believe that sold. So, How but was it was you- a fun job. It was also really terrible. It's a, um, In my opinion, so that I don't get sued, n- nor does the record station get sued, there's some deeply corrupt parts of the Salvation Army, uh, you know, people are like, oh yeah, it's cool, you're working for a charity. It's like, no, I'm working, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know, how, I, 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 I distrust how much they actually want to help the, uh, the working poor and the homeless. My
0: opinion. In the opinion of Carrie Mercer yeah. from Frog Eyes. Those Sorry, opinions a, yeah. were the opinions of Carrie Mercer of Frog Eyes <laughs> and only <laughs> yeah. Carrie Mercer of Frog Eyes. And Sorry. don't reflect the opinions of this station or any <laughs> other stations tuning in right now to the War, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Carrie Mercer of Frog Eyes, your dad almost got arrested at a Clash gig?
4: Oh, you just read that, eh? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was taking a uh, a pee on a car. I think on a cop car too. You know, real badass. And he had he we lived on Gabriel Island, and he wore a Sex Pistols t shirt. And I was like eight, and I was always so mortified when he wore it. And one time <laughs> there, it was like we, you know, Gabriel. You been to Gabriel Island?
0: Yes, one of the yeah. amazing Gulf Islands here in Vancouver, yeah, British Columbia, Canada. It's a
4: small place, and I'd never seen like a punk dude before, and there was a punker on the ferry. And he came up to my dad, and I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Why has he singled my father out? I don't understand. He was like, hey, I like your T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why I'm telling you that.
0: Gabriel Island, Saliva Bay.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There's Silva Bay. Yeah, <laughs> Have you ever played a show there? No, that's what I was wondering I about. I think they have a big um, underground hip-hop. It's kind of like Nelson. Like, if you're like an underground hip-hop band, you do quite well there.
0: Because I was curious, for bands listening to this, and again, you're listening to Carrie Mercer from Frog Eyes, if you come to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, if you come to Vancouver, if you go to Victoria, if you go to the Gulf Islands and you want a gig on the Gulf Islands... Can you play to Golf Islands? I have seen some amazing bands that have actually played on Golf Islands. Like, I didn't see it personally, but like DOA and Fishbone played on Hornby Island. Fishbone and DOA oh, on Hornby.
4: That must have been so fun. Yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine... Or maybe it really sucked. I don't know. Maybe it was a bunch of old people holding their ears. Well, like, four, you know, youngsters moshed up front. But I've heard that it's really fun. I know lots of people from Victoria do that. They'll do Gulf Islands.
0: How about Frog Eyes? Have you played any Gulf Islands? Or did you, you see know, any gigs on Gulf Islands when you were growing up? Carry Mercer of Frog Eyes.
4: I'll tell you this, the, the history of Frog Eyes' attitude towards performance. Um, started out very uh, exuberant, full of joy. We would play it at the drop of hat, and then we were kind of um, we, <laughs> we were made cosmopolitan by Dan by playing with Dan Behar. Basically, poisoned us <laughs> against performance and against playing in, in weird places. And then recently, we were like, "Whoa, wow! It's super fun to play in small small towns." And we tried to book a tour, but uh, it was kind of like no one would have us. So the only places we got to play were Fernie, I think. Like we tried to play Tofino, and basically, I think the quote was like, "We wouldn't even let you drive the Zamboni here." <laughs> As that's that's the way they dismiss people. And yeah, some some other places, and it just wasn't happening. So yeah, I guess once you once you turn cosmopolitan, there's really no going back. So Why didn't Dan want to play a small
0: town? He's just, he's just
4: not... He doesn't... He's shy, you know? He doesn't, he doesn't have the same attitude towards live performances as lots of people do, I think. Well, uh, back to the Gulf Islands. Yeah, back to the Gulf Islands. Yeah. What was
0: the last time that you saw a gig on the Gulf Islands?
4: I don't think I've ever seen a show on a Gulf Island, actually. I personally haven't, but I know... Might like Carolyn, Mark, for example, goes over all the time to Salt Spring. Um, so, to, Car- yeah, anyways, let's move on. Yeah.
0: So, Carrie Mercer of Frog Eyes, you haven't played the local Gulf Islands here in British Columbia. Russia?
4: Yeah. Yeah, once. Yeah.
0: That seems kind of odd. You haven't played the Gulf Islands <laughs> where you grew up, <laughs> know, but you've yes. played
4: Russia. It is funny, isn't it? Russia. Yeah. Did
0: people in Russia know about the Gulf Islands? Did they know about Frog Eyes?
4: They knew about Frog Eyes, I guess. I mean, we were there. Uh, uh, they don't, I don't know if they know about the Gulf Islands. No one asked.
0: How long did it take to get to Russia, and where did you come from? Was it a day trip?
4: <clears throat> it was like a two-day trip. Uh, we flew from Berlin to, to Moscow, and then had two days there, and then flew back.
0: So you experienced some Russian airlines?
4: Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, that was a really great part. You know what's really weird is we were on the plane and um you know how you um pre-programmed uh um viewing comes on and of all things it's just for laughs. You know that uh Canadian CBC. Yeah, and it has that green green caricature guy, you know. And I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, Canada, oh, (laughs) no. It's just like, it's just some thing of like trying to feed some guy like an eight-foot hot dog. And he can't eat it. And he's getting mustard all over his suit. And I just was mortified. I was like, oh, man, I hope no one sees my Canadian passport after this. And then I took my headphones off. And they, the Russians loved it. They were laughing so hard. They were just eating up the just for Last street hijinks. And, uh, yeah, I just I thought that was kind of funny.
0: Was that foreshadowing to the gig
4: that night at all? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it was in any way foreshadowing. It was kind of funny, though. Know. Did people laugh
0: at Frog Eyes at the gig? Laugh? Yeah, was there good no, laughter? No, no, it Marcia? was fun.
4: It was really weird. Um, it was uh, we played in a place that had two tiers, and the bottom tier, so the stage is kind of in the middle of these tiers. The bottom tier is like the pit, you know, where people are watching, and then there's the stage. And then if you look up, the top tier was like um, the. One of the ways, because it was a very expensive trip, one of the ways that they funded it was they got some money from the Canadian um, embassy and like the, the the trade ministry. You know, there's so much money there, right? And someone just said, "Oh, Frog Eyes is a major cultural export," and so as if we were like, you know, the the Toronto Ballet, that kind of thing. That's. It, it, it came from the same pool of money. So you look down, and then there's these... We're playing, and there's these, like, Russian kids just moshing and kind of freaking out and so energizing and amazing. And you look up, and there's, like... Tip top guys in purple silk shirts like eating steaks from you know Barrie, Ontario somehow managed to get like a job with the canadian embassy and and they're you know they have their their Russian prostitutes around them and they're just eating steak and drinking brandy and and just looking at you like Wow can, you know this is this is weird
0: so Terry Mercer of Frog Eyes. Did you also play Spain? Didn't you have a release on a Spanish label or something like that, or was there some planned Spanish release?
4: Yeah, we had a um, we did an EP for a label called Acarella out of Madrid, I think. Yeah.
0: Did anything yeah. result from that particular experience? What do you mean? I.e., did you do any gigs in Spain?
4: Yeah, we played Spain a few times. It's really fun. It's it's great. Yeah, I love it there.
0: Kerry Mercer from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. Going back to Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, you also played with Daddy's Hands.
4: That's amazing. Yeah, we played a few. Oh, I didn't ever play in Daddy's Hands.
0: No, I meant you did some gigs with Daddy's Hands because they were an interesting band from Victoria. Very, very sad about the membership of Daddy's Hands slowly dying off. I love Daddy's Hands. What can you tell the people about Daddy's Hands? I think they're
4: probably the most important Victoria band, actually. Personally, I think uh, if you want, you know, if you want to find the the root influence for like, if if you were to say that there was a Victoria Sound, I think Daddy's Hands would would be, if not the most important, then definitely one of the most important bands.
0: I loved them. I thought they were so great, especially the singer Mouse, the girl that was in the band. Yeah, I loved Emily, when she yeah. screamed.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had such a neat aesthetic and. So much evil power <laughs> emanating from that band. Yeah, it was good, but yeah.
0: That's great you got a chance to play with them. When did you play with them? Was that later we on? We played a,
4: later on, before their... Which was unfortunate, because it was before... I think their last CD is, is the best thing that they they did. And it was before... I wish that I would have seen them once the last C, CD had come out, because I think it's so good. But... Um, this was before it came out, so no one was really too familiar with, with the songs, you know, how that works. Yeah, that, that was probably New Year's, oh geez, Nardwar, 2006, 2007 maybe.
0: Daddy's Hands, an important Victoria band that people should check out. More gigs that you played with Kerry Mercer of Frog Eyes, and we're speaking here to Frog Eyes on the War, to Human Soviet Radio Show. You also, also, and I love the word "also." There's lots of "also"s to do with the band Frog Eyes. You played with a Pixies tribute band. Oh
4: man, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, the, and you're going to bring out all of the the great bands of our history. Yeah,
0: a Pixies but, tribute band. What night was
4: that? Balls down there too. I have Spoon and Gossip. You played with Spoon and Gossip. I don't know if we've ever played with Spoon, actually, to be honest. S- gossip? <laughs> yes, Gossip. A few times, yeah. Cross paths.
0: That was here in Vancouver, British Columbia, and, Canada. And in
4: Fargo, as well.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Was that the I, second time? To- did they remember you?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, a little bit, you know, yeah. I wouldn't say that we rented a limo together and, and painted Fargo red, but... There were some nice to trees exchanged, that should be.
0: Kerry Mercer of Frog Eyes, Victoria has some interesting venues. I've actually seen listed that Craig Derrick Castle and the Blethering Place are doing gigs. Craig Derrick Castle right. and the Blethering Place. What can like, you tell the people about Craig Derrick Castle and the Blethering Place Tea Room? Any experiences with those
4: locales? No experiences I have to pass.
0: You've never even been to the no, Blethering I've never Place? I've
4: even been, yeah.
0: The legendary yeah. tea house in Victoria, and Craig Derrick Castle. The yeah. Craig Derrick Castle, you haven't even been there?
4: No, I don't think so, yeah.
0: yeah. How about the Turntable, the greatest record store ever in Victoria? Yeah, yeah, Turntable's
4: rad, yeah. I can't believe it's still there,
0: it's been there for years.
4: Oh, I think it's doing better than ever, yeah, those guys are great. Yeah, if you were going to write a sitcom about a, you know, kind of stoner, psychedelic record store, this is, you would get a job there, eh, and take some notes, which the, maybe you, you might do a good job of, actually. Well, you probably already
0: did kind of the same thing at the Sally Ann there. You yeah, probably have a yeah, lot of we
4: notes. were always laughing about, actually, I had a dream one night, you, you know Thor? The heavy metal legend Thor? Yeah, I had a dream that Thor was driving through Medicine Hat. And his van broke down.
0: Well, interestingly, He does have a song called "Thunder on the Tundra." Oh, well, that's that's very that's not Medicine totally
4: Hat, But and he actually ended up in my dream. He the the van repairs kept taking more more time. He kind of got trapped in Medicine Hat, and he had to take the first job he could get, which was at a thrift store. And it was it was just really funny, like seeing him. He was having to price doilies and, and china cups. Medicine hat. I thought it was pretty good it was, There was a good name for, for the sitcom too I can't remember what it was But yeah So it was him and a bunch of sassy old ladies And medicine hat characters Would come in and sniff him out And be like you're kind of weird But then he kind of he, he with his lovable ways Kind of got into the community too You know
0: It sounds like you've got to know Thor a bit have
4: No you? no 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 I've seen his movie though
0: Which particular one Rock and Roll High School?
4: No rock and roll nightmare. Rock and roll nightmare. Rock of and course. roll high school is the Ramones, right?
0: Yes, I kept on yeah. thinking it's zom There's those Thor movies are zombie nightmare and ah, uh, I haven't seen. No, zombie, there zombie nightmare. There's some. Uh, there's some. Well, it's all nightmares anyways. When you come yeah. down to Frog Eyes, anyways, isn't
4: it? <laughs> yeah, some people say yeah.
0: And we're speaking to Carrie Mercer from Frog Eyes live on the Nardwater Human Serviette Radio Show and winding up Carrie back. Victoria game. Victoria food. The pig. The pig restaurant in Victoria. Oh, do you like pig? The pig. Only three things on the menu: pulled pork, brisket, and chicken. I love that. And he's like, I think the-
4: they make variations, so they'll throw like a fried egg in there. You know, They're always, there's a, always a special sandwich. It's in- yeah,
0: it's an interesting place. The pig.
4: And it's so cheap, hey? It's like five dollars. Victoria is. Um, a wonderful place if you want to eat lunch and you have $10 in your wallet. There's there's many places in that pig nucleus that you can go to.
0: The Moss Street Market.
4: The Moss Street Market. <laughs> I, I don't think you go there for lunch, but you, yeah.
0: Well, on the street tip, Jackson Street, where Brooke from the Immaculate Machine lives. Immaculate Machine, a mint recording artist, going back to mint records.
4: Yeah. Jackson yeah. Street. Does he live on Jackson Street? I don't even know where Jackson Street is.
0: He lives on Jackson Street and in the Silk Road Tea House. Silk Road Tea House. Yeah. This is another road theme from Victoria.
4: Ah, yeah. Tea. Traveling place. Yeah.
0: And if you don't like the tea, the Phillips Beer. Carrie Mercer.
4: Yeah, that's nice, eh? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a local Actually, Victoria brew? Actually, my favorite
4: brew? beer, there's a better beer, in my humble opinion, called, um, what is it called? Hillside. And they make a, uh, a beer called White Bark, man. I, it's so good. It's just like the yummiest beer that I, I think I've ever had.
0: So that's a Victoria local
4: brew. Yeah, yeah. So it's does Hillside Light, Lighthouse
0: Brewery? Ah,
4: fuck. Hillside. Uh, Hillside Brewery. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And Phillips. Those are the two. Those. I think those are the two. Yeah. Recommended yeah, but, by but, Carrie Mercer of Frog not,
4: Eyes. But yeah.
0: Labraziri. Labraziri. What's that? That's a restaurant in Victoria. Oh, so. no, it's
4: Brasserie Le Col. It's like
0: saying, Brasserie, Brasserie. Yeah. <laughs> and Foo.
4: Have you and- ever been there?
0: No, I've not. Oh, but I've heard it. It's really good. It's and so Foo. Good. And Foo.
4: Foo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of people work at Foo, I think. Yeah.
0: Coming up right now, Carrie.
4: Carrie man. Yeah. Kerry from the band Frog Eyes. We haven't talked about music at all. <laughs>
0: Well I was just gonna say, right yeah. now coming up, Carrie from okay. the band Frog Eyes, we'll let the music do the talking. That's the way to do we it. We have isn't it? some yeah. tunes I like here. Style. Yeah. What can you tell the people about Styled by Doctor Roberts? We're gonna hear Styled by Doctor Roberts and Alrighty. also a couple other tracks perhaps, but styled by Doctor Roberts. Seven minutes and twenty two seconds.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 seven minutes and twenty two seconds. It starts fast. Uh um, pretty fast for this record, I'd say. And then it kind of has the... Uh, I'd call it, you know, like a kind of bliss out... Uh, yeah, what is it? I think an A-sharp major. Just pounding the A-sharp major for a while. It's kind of sweet. Uh, what else?
0: Any hockey influence at all? This no, I season. don't like
4: hockey. I don't care at all for hockey.
0: Victoria Salmon Kings! Victoria no, I Salmon care Kings.
4: But less about that. But, you but, love- but listen, it's important to be when your friends are into things it's important to try so I should try because Plus you my did, friends really like it. Plus you
0: did grow up on the Gulf Islands, Carrie Mercer, so the word salmon kind of fits in with you growing up, doesn't it? it?
4: It's one of the reasons I am so connected to the West Coast. And other I well-publicized love of salmon.
0: And also your other names that you've dropped, you know, sailing, seagulls, outboards, <laughs> beaches. There is quite Bat a bit. Bathtub
4: races.
0: There's, is there really a song about the bathtub races? No, no, there should be. Oh, that. I'd love to Seagulls. hear one. Yeah, yeah. The Victoria Salmon King. So, got to give them some props. So, coming up right now,
4: okay, styled, styled by, by Dr. Dr. Roberts. Yeah, right on. That's a good song.
0: Anything yeah. else you want to add to the people out there at all? Carrie Mercer from uh, Frog
4: Eyes. Well, if you wanted to come see our gig in Vancouver, Wednesday, May 19th. At, at the Biltmore.
0: At the Biltmore in Vancouver, yeah. British Columbia. Do you like Canada. the Biltmore?
4: Yes, it's amazing. I like it too. It's really awesome. It's it's a great place I think yeah
0: anything else nice. you want to add to the people out there or should I say why should people care about frog eyes I, Carrie
4: Mercer I can't answer that because I don't know if I would care <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thanks so much, Carrie Mercer. Own worst
4: enemy, eh? Hey, thank you, Nardwar. That was really nice to give for you to free up some time to talk to me.
0: <laughs> well no, thank you for freeing up some time to talk to me, Nardwarda Human Serviette, Carrie Mercer of Frog Eyes from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. So thanks for your time. Keep no, on fine. rocking in the free world and do 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 I'm gonna
4: free for the
0: Cold to
3: free